Welcome back. I am the Commission Coach, and if you're listening to us on the podcast, you know what to expect, but thanks for tuning in. You can check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Leave us your message there or your contact information by sending us a DM, and we will get back to you right away if you want some coaching on how to get 7% every time on every listing from now until the end of time. And that includes all the listings that you have in your inventory now. So go over to the Commission Coach on Facebook and at Commish Coach with two M's on Twitter. That's the Commish, sorry, Commish Coach at Commish Coach and the Commission Coach on Facebook. I wrote a couple of columns for a magazine up here in Canada over the last few months uh, to some varied feedback. Um, on how an inflated commission is better for your client's bottom dollar, not to mention it makes your listings more saleable, which is better for the agent. So it's good all the way around. You got some good feedback and some negative feedback from the obvious uh, discounters, the usual suspects, the guys that are dropping their drawers to buy business because they uh, just want to cherry pick the easy stuff. I can't imagine actually dealing with people that think that a discounted commission is actually going to save them money all the time. I I just can't imagine dealing with grinders all the time. So we're going to turn that up on its head and we're going to teach you why a discount can hurt you, which most of you people know, but I'm talking also to sellers here. So agents and sellers, anybody that's considering selling their house, Do not call a discount broker. Do not call an owner assisted. Up here in, I'm in Ontario, Canada. We have a a business called Calm Free. They take $500 from you to put a sign on your lawn and come by and give you an appraisal. And then if you sell it through them, they want another $1,800. So it's a a $2,300 Canadian grab up here. (laughs) Or of course, if you cancel before you sell with them, you don't owe them anything. But it's really a shady business up here. And they've actually, they're roping people in by saying, well, yeah, you've got MLS access. But now I think they've tailored that back to just say realtor.ca access because the, they're not giving local board access here. But if those FISBOs, those owner-assisted uh, sites like ComFree, I mean, they coach their their sellers to cooperate with agents, right? So they coach their sellers that if an agent calls you up and says, hey, I'd like to see your house or I got a buyer or can I see your place? They coach the sellers to cooperate with agents. And in my town, that cooperation usually means about 2.5%. That's what our most, uh, let's see, I don't want to get myself in trouble with the um, monopoly police, the anti-competitive police. Let's say the most common commission to the selling broker is 2.5%. And we'll get into the historical uh, details of commission since I've been in the business, which is 25 years now. So can you imagine if the comp free of these FISBO sites are owner-assisted, and I use the finger quotes with the assisted because their assistance is horrible. Can you imagine if they not only coached their sellers to not only cooperate with buyer agents, with realtors, 
but and, and give them 2.5%. But what if they coach them to offer them 4%? And the idea is, is if you bring me full pop or something close to it, I'm going to pay you more than anyone else is paying you in the business as a buyer broker, i.e. between 2 and 2.5% two and is the normal rate. The most common rate. I can't say normal. Can I say normal without sa- sounding anti-competitive? I want the government coming down on me. So if these FISBO or owner-assisted sites and brokerages coach their sellers to offer 4% to the selling broker with the idea that, well, you tell the agent right off the bat, you bring me something you know close to full price, I'll pay you 4%. Do you think that realtors would start... <laughs> showing and negotiating and selling private properties and owner-assisted brokerages listings because why? Because they're making more money there than they would in the open market with something that's listed by a weak agent that's got 2% of the selling broker. They're doubling their money. And we'll get into the logistics of that. Historically, though, when I got in the business, 6% was the norm. It was the... Most common rate of commission with three going to the listing broker and three going to the selling agent. And there was none of this greed like that you see now. Well, I'll take 5% and offer two to the selling broker. That's a week. So it was three and three at 6% when I got into the business uh, 25 years ago and then crept in the discount. And more and more people were instructing and brokerages were instructing their selling agents and their listing agents to offer commissions at 5% with the idea that they didn't want to leave business on the table. Uh, they thought maybe they, were, they might be l- missing out on. And so by buying the business at 5%, they didn't want to turn down business and they might get some extra business. But that 5% listing, when it first came in, was 25 and 25 to the selling broker and listing broker respectively. Blah, blah. My lips are not working the best today. And this is unedited. This is just going out live. So the 2.5%, when everyone else was offering 3% of the selling book, the 2.5 was the black ball, was the one that agents looked at and went, oh, well, why would I show that when I can make an extra 1500 to $3,000 over here because I get my extra half a percent? Extra half a percent. Now the normal rate or the most common rate is 5 and the new discount is two. And this just enrages me when I see selling brokers, uh, co-op percentages, or buyer agent percentages at 2%. And you know they're in the listing, right? So after 25 years, my specialty became the 7% commission. And I'm pretty strong in branding and marketing and imaging and, and, and listings in general, listing appointments. I'm strong on that. Buyers are refer out. I don't like people in my car. I don't even like people following me in their car in my car. <laughs> so we've got a team up here where I, I refer out most of the, the buyers, which is great because they get great help and young guys that are enthusiastic and, and, and love people. And I take the listing appointments, which is my strong point with the black and white. I like contracts. I like the black and white contracts, and I need. I like to know if I get you X, you're going to pay me Y. So after 25 years in the business, I've gravitated to what I'm better at, and that's listings. And what I've carved out as far as a little niche for myself is the 7% listing. So all the listings I take 
are 7%. Back in the old days, I used to take three and a half and give three and a half to the selling broker. Now I just take the three that I've always gotten and I offer 4% to the selling broker with the idea that if you bring my sellers something close to full price, then we will pay you more than anybody else is paying in the market. And trust me, I am one of the only agents doing this in my market. And my market is a pretty decent sized one. So yeah, needless to say, I've become very passionate about teaching people how a discounted listing could possibly affect the enthusiasm of that buyer's agent and end up costing you money and hurting your bottom line, your net after commission and expenses. Also, I've become very passionate about teaching people the opposite that could be true, that if you offer a bigger seller, a selling broker commission or a co-op or buyer's agents, uh, buyer agent percentage, a higher rate, you could put more money in your pocket. And guess what? Here's number one thing you need to know. Oh, commissions are negotiable. Hello. So because commissions are negotiable and everybody knows that, it's kind of in the back of their mind, though. It's not the first thing they think of as soon as you walk through the door is I'm going to beat this guy down for his commission. But in the back of their mind, they're going, I want a good deal. And if I can get a lower rate, that's going to be good for me, right? Wrong. Uh, a lower rate to the selling broker or the the uh, co-op, if that's what you call it in your market, the buyer's agent basically could hurt your bottom line. And we're going to talk about how that works and why. But first of all, touching on the first point, and I should probably lead with this in future podcasts. Maybe I'll tease it out a little bit. There's a couple questions in real estate that most agents incorrectly answer. And if you're playing along at home, as long as you're driving safely or uh, listening to this on your phone or checking the podcast out on your computer, the first question that agents get wrong all the time is, well, you're sitting at your desk or you're at a networking party or somebody walks up to you and says, hey, I want to list my house. How much do you charge? What's your answer to that? Think about it. Say it out loud right now if it helps you. And then hang on to that because we're going to come back and tell you what the correct and the only correct answer is. Also, a question I'd like to let ruminate in that underdeveloped mind of yours, and I say underdeveloped because I know it's underdeveloped because they're all underdeveloped. <laughs> the second question that agents almost always incorrectly answer is, when is the best time for me to negotiate a commission? If the seller is asking you that question or somebody's asking you a question about, well, this question isn't going to be put to you very often, but it's a trick question. It's not really a trick question, but you should know the answer. When is the best time for the seller to negotiate a commission with the agents involved in selling the house? When is the only time? that he should be negotiating a commission. And I can tell you, it is negotiable when you take the listing, but that's not when they should be trying to beat you down and get you to take less for your commission. That So that's right off the bat. 
don't consider that one. Yes, it's negotiable when you take the listing, but that's not the right answer. When's the best time for a seller to negotiate a commission, a sale, a listing or sale commission or both with the agents involved? When is the best time for the seller to negotiate a commission? Let that sink in and whatever you just said to your stereo, your speaker or your phone or your computer is probably the wrong answer. So sit with that. Two questions. One, what is the answer to the question? Ring, ring. Hey, Mr. Agent. Yeah, I want to sell my house. How much do you charge? What's your answer? How much? What's your what's your answer? How much do you charge? That's the first question. And the second question is, what's the best time for a seller to negotiate a commission with the agents involved in selling the house? Think about that, and we'll get back to the answer before we leave here. We're going to move quick here. First of all, the one thing you need to know, and the one thing you can tell your client as soon as you walk in is, hey, commissions are negotiable. And I've told you that right off the bat. And most agents won't start and lead with that because they're afraid that they're going to come away with less commission. So do yourself a favor. Buy the favor of the seller by telling them something they really already know, but no other agent will tell them. Commissions are negotiable. (laughs) They're They're negotiable now and they're negotiable later. So start off with that and, uh, you know, know, the, the whole theory of take them to a safe place somewhere where they can sign, you're already at the kitchen table. I get that. So tell them something they already know, but probably don't have in the forefront of their mind. And also there's all kinds of details that most agents will skip over in that contract. There's a holdover clause that you can discuss. There's maybe taxes on top of that. Maybe there's a transaction fee in your market, what have you. Most agents just skip over that. So do yourself a favor and, and get, the, get the vendor on your side by getting them to feel like you're telling them something that most agents, other agents won't tell them. Uh, holdover clauses, taxes, transaction fees, whatever. He means she, <laughs> whatever. I mean, there's a couple things that you can hit on there that will make you stand out from your competition who is not telling them that, all right? So once you've done that, once you've established rapport with them uh, and and you have your own style as far as how you work your listing presentation, uh, I'm not going to tell you how to do that, but what I am going to talk about is the commission conversation. The commission conversation with an agent on the phone, uh, it takes about 30 minutes. So if you head over to the Facebook uh, account the commission coach or on Twitter at commish coach with two M's at commish coach and leave me your details. I will get back to you and I will teach you how to get 7% on every listing you have now and every listing that you take from now uh, till you don't take listings anymore. And, and at least 7% with the idea that you're taking three. I don't care how much you take, but I want your selling broker to be four. So we can start with that. You know, these discounters come into the market, they fill their pockets, uh, they, they provide limited service, they ruin the market rate for the rest of the realtors that have been around for a long time and will go on to sell real estate long after they're gone, and then they go broke, bankrupt, gone forever. 
and leaving in their wake an expectation of a lower commission and the same high expectation of service. And so we've seen this a hundred million times all over the continent in North America. Discounters come into the market. They don't understand that they're not going to be able to buy enough business to stay in market in the market with a low margin like it is. Realtors can be, be getting paid basically the same money for what? Oh, coming up on 100 years almost. Uh, maybe not that long, but coming up on it. Nothing that is not worth the value sticks around that long. Organized real estate's been around for a long time. And if it wasn't worth the money, we wouldn't exist. So these discounters come in and they kick the shit out of the market and then they go broke. And how many times have you seen that happen? And and then they leave us, the guys that are still in the business because we charge a higher rate and a higher margin that keeps us in business. And then there's their constant downward pressure on commissions. All I have seen it for the last 25 years. So as I indicated to you, my passion for a long time has been commissions and how they can possibly affect the bottom line of the seller in a negative or positive fashion. So we've discussed how the discount could hurt you by agents not working on the properties or showing it or, or being that enthusiastic. And then we've talked a little bit about how an inflated rate could, could put more money in your pocket than a discounted rate would and Here's the kicker. If it doesn't put that extra money in your pocket, then if you're taking considerably less for your property, then let's talk about the commission, Mr. Seller. So this program is not about making you a better agent or making you more money, although both will probably transform before your eyes in a very short period of time. This program and this coaching is about giving your vendor, the seller, I'm a little bit old school still, I call them vendors. Remember their microfiche? <laughs> yeah, I still use that. I don't even have a computer. <laughs> it's giving your seller the chance to put more money in their pocket. And Let's face it, that's their decision to make. So this is not about establishing value as an agent. I do these things. And if you ask me to take less money, which things do you want to take away? You know, the coaching in this business is, is old, old, old scripts. 25 years ago, these scripts were stale and they're even more stale now. So what we're going to attempt to do is give you some fresh scripts uh, th this is the commission conversation on steroids and it's okay to call today and sign up and we'll get to work with you. And I'm telling you after a half an hour, you will have the guts of it. You can take all the notes you want. And then once you get into the field, you're going to have some more questions. I'll support you there. And what I'll, I'm charging you 500 bucks basically, which will be paid for three times in the first deal that you do with an inflated commission like this. So it doesn't hurt uh, to participate right away by going over to the Facebook account at thecommissioncoach.com or on Twitter at commissioncoach with two M's. And yes, our website is down. It'll be back up soon. And you can buy right there uh, this week.
I'm undating this. Okay, so we've talked about a couple of questions that we've asked you to consider for the end of the show. I'll give you the, the answers to that, or maybe it comes up before that. I mean, everyone loves to talk to the real estate agent, right? It doesn't matter where you are. Is it marketing or if you're just at a house party or networking or, or wherever you are, everyone wants to talk to the agent. So how you answer these commission questions is important. How are you? Great. How's the market? Awesome. What's your commission? Wrong. You always get that one wrong. So we're going to take you to school a bit. We're going to talk about a new commission conversation, uh, the 7% solution. And this is talking about getting 7% on every listing all the time, forever. Okay. So when someone calls and asks you how much is your commission, what do you tell them? What's the best time for a seller to negotiate their commission? You might even get questions like, like what's your usual rate? <laughs> what is your usual rate anyways? What? Tell me right now, obviously this is a little bit more of a monologue than it is a dialogue, but as if it was a dialogue, I want you to communicate to me somehow, what is your average rate? What's your usual rate? What do you usually charge? And what do you usually end up at? Is it the same? And what's your average commission end up being? What was the average commission on your last listing? Would 7% be significantly more than that? Well, great. Okay. Here we're getting into the guts. Ring, ring. Hey, Mr. Agent. Yeah, I want to sell my house. How much do you charge? Oh, my commissions are negotiable. What? Yeah, my commissions are negotiable. They're negotiable now when we list your house. But more importantly, answer the second question. When's the best time for a seller to negotiate their commission? When is the only time that a seller has leverage over the agents on the commission? I suggest to you that it's right before they take less than full price, Sign significantly less than full price. I mean, if you get a 4% commission uh, to the selling broker, you don't come down $1,000 and chop 2% off the commission. That's ridiculous. So you can even set this conversation up in the beginning with your seller. Let's see. If we're listing at $299, if we get $299, you're paying 4%. But if we get anything over, I don't know, 285, 287, 289, then do you agree that that's, you know, that'll still put you at your net at 260 or what have you? Yes, let's do it. Great. So you've already, you know, made a pre-existing deal with the seller that if you get full, oh, here's a nice one too. Here's an unselfish little plum that you can throw at your vendor. I'm skipping all over the place here because that's how my mind works. So just stick with me. I'm going somewhere. Your commission seven percent. If I get you two ninety nine, tell you what, I promise I won't charge you seven percent. Now you don't need to throw this in there, but I like it. You can take your seven percent if you get full pop. And if you're in a market where, where properties are selling for full pop more than eighty five percent of the time, this probably isn't working all that well for you. Although it can still work, it's just a little bit different conversation. This is designed for a market that's competitive, that has a lot of FISBO activity in it, uh, privates for sales, and uh, where there's downward pressure on commission. When the base commission is a straight up 25 to 3%, this will work huge for you. So we already talked about 
setting your clients up for full pop. If you get full pop, and this is the thing, oh man, and I'm skipping around a little bit here. On the way out the door, let's say you get the listing at 299 at 5% because that's the normal commission in your town. That's the average rate. That's the, ooh, that's the most common rate. I don't know what I can say. Nobody knows where I'm calling from or podcasting from, so I, I, I probably shouldn't be too concerned about the, the anti-competitive police coming after me. But if you're standing at the door and you've got a listing for two ninety nine and a five percent commission, and you turn around just before you walk out the door, and this is a great idea because you've already got this contract signed. There's nothing for you to risk here. You've already sewn up the business. But if you skip the commission conversation and you go back to him and say, "Oh, Mister Seller, just out of curiosity, I just, I just had a thought." Would you pay a selling broker that is not me 4% to bring you full price? In other words, if another agent, another buyer's agent came in, showed the house, loved it, and brought us full pop, just as a hypothetical situation, would you pay them a full rate of 4% plus me? I bet you that 85% of the time that vendor says, hell yes. Are you kidding? Full pop? I'm never going to get full pop. They usually got 10, 20, tens of thousands of dollars built into their full price because they want, they think that they need room to come down. Again, most markets aren't selling for full price or more right now unless you're, I don't know, Toronto, Vancouver, and even those ones are doing that last now. So I bet you 85% of the time, if you're going out the door and you get the listing sign, you turn around and say, hey, Mr. Seller, would you pay 4% for a selling for a buyer's agent to come in here and bring us something close to full pop? I bet you 85% of the time they say, hell yeah. And at that time, then you go back into the house and you have the commission conversation about how an inflated rate could put more money in their pocket. And if it doesn't, guess what? The best time to negotiate your commission is before you take full, less than full price. So before you, and eh, agents know this. It's just, it has never been put succinctly like this before. Agents know commissions are negotiable. They've negotiated commissions all the time. You might be an agent that says no all the time. Good for you. But if you teach your sellers the commission is negotiable, but it's not the time to negotiate them now. In fact, the time is now to negotiate your commission upwards to give you leverage. Again, this is not about establishing value. This is about giving your seller leverage and room to come down. And you know what? I tell them right off the bat, Mr. Seller, here's the idea with the commission. We're going to leave that selling broker commission at 4% for as long as we can. We sign it back. They come up. We come down. We come up. We come down. They come up. We come down. And at some point, the seller's going to say, okay, this is getting really close to my bottom line that I gave you when we listed the house at this total commission. This is it. This is the last sign back that I'm going to pay the 4% at, or you can help them negotiate that themselves between the two of you. And then in the driveway or in the street, when you're hanging, well, actually, you remember when we used to actually go on, I go on every presentation if I can. But if you, you know, the idea of the old agent walking out and sitting in the driveway, I still do that once in a while. But even if you're emailing it back or faxing, faxing, what's that? That's the same as microfiche. You can indicate to that selling agent, to that selling broker, to that co-op agent, to that buyer broker, this 
is your last chance at 4%. This is your last sign back. If you touch the price, we will touch the co-op commission, the buyer agents commission, and you'll be working for almost half. So what this is get it done and I know you'll get 4%. That's a powerful close on the on the selling broker, don't you think? On the co-op in the driveway as the listing agent, you're walking out and saying, "Here you go. We left the selling broker in there, but if it comes down, it's coming out of your pocket." You know, that conversation with the selling broker might be as easy as this with the buyer. Uh, you know what, guys? Jeez, it's only it's only 15 grand. What well, you should just take it. I mean, we've gone back and forth. They're saying this is pretty much the bottom line. So if you want this house, maybe you should just go for it. Or <laughs> there's significantly more money in a 4% selling broker commission that you can kick back to that buyer by saying, you know what? Just take it. In fact, are you? Do you think it's? Can you live with it? I'm not asking if you can, if you love it, but can you live with it? Yeah, because if you do, let's let's do this. I'll pay your legals of 500 bucks. What do you think? Take the deal. Now, that buyer broker represents the buyer, but all of a sudden he's trying to get more money for your seller. So again, a powerful close in the driveway. And that's just one of the great things. I've got 25 or 30 of these little conversations. These are a couple of them. And if you go over to the Commission Coach on Facebook, excuse me, or on Twitter at the, no, at, at commishcoach.com, C-O-M-M-I-S-H, coach, commish coach, at commish coach on Twitter. Follow us. Send me, uh, I'll follow you back and send us a little note with your contact uh, name, information, and time that you want to be called. And I'll call you back and get you up to speed. <laughs> here, here's the deal. If we coach you on how to get 7% every time and you don't like it, I'll give you double your money back. In fact, let's even do this. Better than that. I will call you and give you a free half hour coaching call on how to get the 7% every time. And you don't even have to pay me until you go out into the market and you see how it slays, how it makes your listing stand out from the rest of those punks out there that are taking 2% to selling broker. They're destroying the market and putting downward pressure on commissions every day, every decade, decade after decade. It's time to stop. Tell your sellers that discounting is killing them and teach them why an inflated rate could put more money in your pocket. I'm in the I have sticky lips and I am the commission coach and you can head over to Facebook, check out the commission coach on Facebook and on Twitter at commish coach with two Ms. Leave your details and I'll get back to you. Until next time, sellers and agents. <laughs>